Welcome back to Road to Abundance, guys. Today we have Jim, one of my friends from Canada. And uh, Jim is a very successful barber in Canada. Uh, when he was at peak at his barber shop, he had 24 barber plus him. Um, so he crushed the game, let's say like that, in terms of barber. And he was also giving training and all that stuff. So let me introduce you, Jim. Hello, everybody. How are you? Awesome. So tell me a little bit like... Let's talk about life and, and like, how did you end up becoming a barber? I want to hear the story. Yeah. And then we'll go from there to how you become a successful barber and how long did it take sure. and all that stuff. So what about when you like grow up and, and the choice you made? I remember like you can tell the accounting story and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So like I first started, uh, I didn't know what to do. Uh, like most of, of people, some people are lucky because they know exactly what their path, what they want to do. Uh, so I was wondering, you know, what did I like? What did I not like? And then my mom told me, you know, why don't you do business school? So I'm like, okay, so at least I'm going to have a good base. So if I want to do anything else, it's a good start. So I did like accounting school. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I was, I was pretty good at it, but I really didn't like it. So, um, I ended up finishing it and, uh, and then after that, I worked for one year like as an accountant. And uh, after I figured out that I was very, very miserable, so I'm like, I can't do that all my life. Uh, you have one life to live, so why do something that you don't like? And then I took one year off just to like, think about what I really, really want to do. So I started reading books, personal book, you know, development, personal development books. And then the, uh, one book that I read, and it was, it was write down 10 things that you like, you know, forget the money, forget, forget the family, forget society, forget everything. Just write down 10 things that you like to do. So like, I, I wrote them down. And then with that list that, that makes you happy, actually, then you find a job that will match that list. And, and then barbering, hairdressing was something I was like, you know what, like, I'm good at it because I was cutting my own hair. So I'm like, why not do it? And I just started. And uh, so let's stop there for yeah. the for the story, and then we'll yeah. go into like, how did you become successful, and and uh, a few other topics. But so, guys, Jim went to school, and and why did you decide accounting at first? It was just for the money. It was like it was for the money. Okay. Yeah. So that's very common thing. It's like at first I studied in to accounting too. I went into accounting and marketing because school system is not going to help you. They don't know how to figure it out. And I was like, I also want to be a lawyer. But um, actually, the first time I wanted to do a job, guys, I was like, you remember at high school, they were giving us the book with all the salary stuff. I was yeah. like, what make the most money? Like nobody taught me that I need, I should go into something I love and what type of skill should be required for whatever I want to do. So let's say nowadays you want to be an influencer, you want to be this. You should probably take some marketing and IT programming so you can do maybe your own website to save fee at the beginning, maybe some video editing skill, picture editing. So if I would be suggesting people, I would be giving, hey, what do you want to do because you love it? And now what skill is required and which one would be the top skill to do at school? But me, I was like, um, it was actuaria, which is like a super high finance, like higher than uh, yeah. accounting. It's like the top. And it was like starting at 400,000 a year, you finish school at 30 years old. Can you imagine I would have finished last year? <laughs> but... Uh, I did like gym. You pick something just based on money, but you hate your life. 
So one good thing that Jim did is he realized very early, what, what age were you, 28? I was 27. 27, yeah. I was very close. <laughs> when he realized that he was not happy and he was depressed. So props to you and respect that. Thank you. You stop your career there, you're like, I'm done. And he didn't just jump into something else, which a lot of people do. What he did is he took some time to analyze. And another really good thing from this that you guys can learn from is you wrote 10 things if money was no issue. And that's one thing I always tell people, either if you had unlimited money or tomorrow you win $1 billion at the lottery or I give you $1 billion, what do you do? What, what do you do of your life? What type of company do you create? Where do you spend your time? And a lot of people are like traveling. Yeah. I mean, so, so I think that, that for everybody you know, at home, um, I don't think someone is fully happy with his job, like 100% content. Mm -hmm. Like even like Justin Bieber, he sings, he loves to sing, but doing a million shows, he's, you know, he's, yeah. at the end of the day, you will never love your job like 100%. But when you you're, you feel miserable, when there's signs inside of you that tells you like something is wrong, like I was going to work and I stayed in my car. I was starting at 8 a.m. and it was 7:50. I'm like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And, and then I'm like, like it's not normal. So like something is wrong, and your body tells you that you're at the wrong place. Mm -hmm. So then you have to listen. To, but some people they they keep on living their life with that feeling from the gut and this. And they just forget it and then, oh, you know, it's life and, and have to work. But I think that everybody could change their life. You just have to, to take a risk. And, and uh, when, I, when I quit my job as an accountant, I went to live with my sister and I was 27 years old. So imagine me going back <laughs> to square one and I'm like, but like she was helping me a lot for that. So I'm, I would always be like uh, grateful. grateful. So yeah, that, that's a few things also. Um, one key thing that I take from this little uh, part that Jim was talking about is he didn't let his ego get in the way of his happiness. So you need to quit your high paying job, 100,000 a year, to go live on your sister's couch or whatever to start your dream career. And obviously at 27, you want to be hot, you want to be getting girls, you want to be whatever you, you like is you're, what you're trying to achieve. And it's not the ideal situation to be in that, but it's necessary for the process. It's temporary. Yeah, exactly. So as and long as you, you keep in mind that it's just temporary for something better, I mean, that's, uh, that's the goal, you know? Yeah, and I was the same. Like, at 22, it's the last time I had a job. Um, I was working at TD Bank, biggest bank in Canada. I was top employee in Canada and the whole system. At my job, they gave me a raise after three months. And then I was also top of the company in that job. And then they wanted to give me another raise within a year. So two raises within a year. And I was like, and remind yourself, I didn't even want to take my graduation at college. So I went just with a high school diploma, top of the bank. And I was like, wow, is it, is it miserable? Like I was looking at my yeah. boss, boss and everybody. And most of the people, they hate their job. Like with passion, they were depressed. They were like not happy. And I was like, do I want to? Be like that. And if you love your job, I have nothing about against a job. If you like to be a lawyer, be a lawyer. If you like to be a banker, be a banker. But you have to love it. Like, like Jim said, it's like, mm -hmm. imagine you get in your car every morning Being and depressed. you're waiting in front of the office and you're like, fuck, I have another day to go. Like, 
I'd rather sleep one year on my parents' couch on my sister's couch than do 10 years like that. So sometimes you're you're in school and you're studying and you have to have a job like a part-time job and that's not your job that's not what you want to do in life. Yeah. So, like for that situation sometimes it's normal that you're like oh man I have to go to work because that's not what you want to do and you know it and you have a vision that you're finishing school and you want to do something that you like so so for that moment it's a bit it's more normal that you feel that you don't like it but if it's your life job if if it's your 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 purpose in life and you still feel miserable that's an, it's time to change it's time yeah, to exactly. you know, so, direction <clears throat> awesome so that's the beginning taking risk that's what we remember doing what's necessary and just having faith that everything will work out and i remember when i started to go see jim i think he just opened his shop maybe a few months ago yeah. and it was a little place three barbers so him and two guys and now at the peak it was 24 barber yeah, the, the room was like 10 times as big as that maybe more like he crushed it so what made you successful in your career and what are the lessons that you would tell someone and 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 advice that you can take in business yeah so so when you say like successful uh, everybody has their own definition of, of success, success you know yeah. so For me, my success was to do something that I like. And that's it. Like the money, the rest, it's okay. But the thing is, that wasn't, for me, success. Success for, for me was, was doing something I love um, and, and having my own schedule, having no boss, mm -hmm. creating something, helping people, creating jobs for like other barbers. And... Making clients happy every day, you know, yeah, they do my shop, they feel fresh, they feel good, <laughs> they go on dates, they go, you know, it, it's just putting a smile on the people's face. So you know, in life you have like, for me success. your barber, then your dog, and then your girlfriend. <laughs> There's a guy in a TikTok video <laughs> he's saying that, he's like, oh, my barber comes before you. And then she's like, what? He's like, well, you like when I'm hot. So without my barber, I'm yeah, not hot. There's, there's <laughs> barber, there's you. And then there's you. No, but I feel the struggle, like having someone that has a passion like Jim, when I travel the world, guys, and I was going places, sometimes I was finding good barber, but most of the time it was like people that were not really dedicated to their craft. They were not wanting to improve. Jim did a lot of training. Yeah, a lot of investment in his craft. That's an, a thing that you did. You invested a lot of money in exactly. yourself, also reading book, exactly. and you wanted to be the best and you want it to be good at what you do because mm -hmm. the better you are, the better you make people feel. Mm -hmm. So, so like, I think that, you know, when you, you, if I have one day a kid mm -hmm. and I would tell them, you know, like, what do you like to do? And, and what are you good at? So if let's say like he tells me, I like to clean windows. That's what I do best. That's what I like to do. Just go for it. Because anything that you can do, you can make a lot of money. Yeah, and at least you'll feel happy because like you do, yeah, you're doing yeah. what you love. So, so I mean, like it doesn't have to be like a lawyer or this. Like I know people that that yeah. clean dishes, but they have a huge company of, and they make millions, millions a year. Yeah. So even cleaning windows, there's, even barbering, even like anything. I would dance everywhere because yeah. I was cleaning window when I my first company was actually that cleaning window and oh, gutter yeah, yeah. for uh, houses. And bro, I was 19 making sometimes a thousand a day because wow. a house like mine would be like 
let's say three four hundred dollar for a day cleaning which is very reasonable you clean all the, the stuff like inside all the all the inside the track too because if you don't clean properly the track with humidity and everything it can damage the window and we know that windows are like thousands of dollars so it's like you want to clean them and who doesn't like to look through his window and being like sparkling yeah. so then the gutter also you want to empty them so it doesn't clog so and you need to come with a ladder and stuff and it's it's yeah. it's it was heavy work yeah at my shop, there's a guy that comes, he charged me $100. Yeah. But that's just one business. Maybe and it's a storefront. It's, for, for it's me, like, like it takes 10, minutes, 10 minutes. But he has maybe... <laughs> 10 shop in a row and he can do them all in a day. No, but like yeah, he does all of them in a day. So yeah. when I was doing the job manually, I was making like sometimes 1000 a day. When I had my employee, of course, it's like 30% go through salary, but I was still keeping five 600 I wasn't happy and fulfilled. So I closed down the business and I did something else. But there's money everywhere. And like Jim said, if you find something that you like, I like to play, play piano and I like to sing, but you're not the greatest. And you're like, maybe I don't want to do a career. Do it for fun and then find something you're good at that you still enjoy. Because I have multiple passion. Like I could have been a car guy, like a vlogging car guy. So a lot of time I, I thought about, you know, like the car blundy. I was like, I see you this is what I should <laughs> fucking do. But you know what I said is like, at some point guys, I will collect cars because I like cars. And I will have my own in my YouTube channel. I will have my car section and I will do. So I will include it at some point. But right now, the work that I do, and we'll talk about it because um, one thing I want to share is like Jim came for three days, uh, spent three days with me. Not, not like I'm offering this service, guys, <laughs> but um, maybe one day or when I do a retreat. But um, Jim is a very successful guy and I wanted to show him like a whole different aspect of life and a whole different immersion into happiness and biohacking and all the good stuff. So Jim is very successful. You travel 85 country, uh, well, 85 trips. So a lot of countries, uh, obviously you made over a million dollars. You're like, you're doing good for yourself. And we've talked a lot and it's been years that you're trying to be in the best shape of your life. Uh, you you want to have the a relationship yeah. like you're a guy like we, we all love to have like girls and, and, and flirt and have sex and whatever but at some point mm -hmm. you want to settle down like you want to have a girl so family like when I ask him what's his dream he's like I want a beautiful house with window on a lake with my wifey and maybe I have kid and do something that I love um, yeah. so yeah up to now um, let's say why do you think that you didn't achieve that like why do you think that to be honest with people, why do you think that you didn't achieve your fitness goal? Because you want to get in shape, in the best shape. And every time you, you seem to be on a good track, you stop. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes you feel like you also need to escape your life with travel and stuff like that. I want to be real with, with mm -hmm. people. Like mm -hmm. I was real with my story, so I want them to connect with how you feel. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about how was it three-day connecting with yourself. Okay, so the first question was... Uh, what, um, your journey, your fitness the, journey, your oh, health journey. Okay, so... So for me, like when I was young, I was very fat. So, you know, that's one thing that like, I always wanted to be, you know, healthy. So for me, like I didn't really want to be, you know, as in shape as you, mm -hmm. but I just wanted to be healthy and look good and feel good. So it was very hard for me because sometimes I was doing one month gym, let's go, and I was losing weight. Yeah. But it wasn't sustainable. Then I'm like, oh, you know, like, I like to go eat Why? the restaurant. So if you think about it. For real, I think it's because I didn't want it enough, uh, like anything in life. Priority, values. Priority, values. Like, 
I like better to eat good food and to go to like restaurants and to than to you know sacrifice maybe or, or, eat, or eat healthier and to look you know better. So that's. Uh, so if I ask you a question, now that you spend three days with me yeah. eating super healthy meal that yeah. was fucking tasting like heaven, do you feel like you were sacrificing on those three days? Not really. You feel it was as good food as even yeah. better than yeah. it makes you feel good, right? Yeah. So that's often a misconception about yeah. if I eat healthy food, it has to taste like shit. I don't know who said that. Like, I'm like, where did you pick that from? Because my meal tastes better than yours and they're healthy. And I, mm -hmm. I cook for Jim. You're going to see it on the vlog. And I made him taste great stuff without inflammation. That is amazing. We even had a little treat. We went one day at the Italian restaurant and we had a little dessert and it was a little treat and it was like uh, they make it there in the kitchen. Everything is like fresh. So it was like not, we, we didn't go to a cheap pizza place. We went to a nice restaurant that makes fresh stuff. So yeah, so I think it's just like a matter of, of knowledge mm -hmm. because some people like I used to think I was eating healthy and I was eating good, but I was eating healthy, but yeah. I was you know eating too much. So it's just a matter of knowledge and then knowing what to do and having like, like a good structure, like a good coach. And then you just follow it. And it's you know, just a question of, uh, of like keeping track and not giving up and just you know, being consistent. <clears throat> That's awesome. And now, okay, the fitness goal. So yeah. now, now that you know you feel fucking amazing, like we went for a run, we did all that fitness yeah. shit. I think you felt the best you yeah, ever felt yeah. in your life. I really feel. <laughs> and um, now let's attack the, uh, the core of the subject where it hurts um, the feeling. So, obviously, Jim was like me. Uh, he was hurt. Uh, he was bullied, as he said, when he was a kid. Uh, I had some experience with women that hurt me, and then I closed up myself, which a lot of men do. You're a very good man, and then you were probably scared of falling in love and opening yeah. to girls. Yeah. So, it resulted to having sex with women, meaningless, meaningless sex, when you, his actual dream is a whole different story is having a woman that he cares mm. and love. And mm. once you develop those habits of like flirting and doing things, you will do it and you will sabotage yourself because you're trying to protect your heart. That's why you'll sabotage. And even if you love a girl, you'll be seeing yourself flirting with other girl. I'm not saying Jim does that, but I'm saying a lot of people do. And maybe you did in the past. And then you're like, why am I doing that? I don't even want that girl. And then we talked about it and you said it was for validation mm -hmm. and, and that you just wanted some attention, even if you know it, it's not fulfilling, yeah. right? Yeah, because when I was young, I didn't look that good and I was very fat and, you know, I had acne all over my face. So, so I was missing, you know, that attention yeah. from the girls and, and, you know, with age and with time, you know, I started training and, uh, but like, I lost like 70 pounds, you know, since yeah. I was a, so. But did you need anybody? So. Did you need anybody to feel the best you've ever felt in your life? Because obviously, the last three days, yeah, I was there to guide you, but you didn't have your girlfriend. We didn't go flirting with any girl. We didn't go anywhere party. We didn't do any social really life. I made Jim reconnect with himself. So you realize that seeking validation on an outside perspective when you're the one that can make yourself feel so fucking good. It comes from within, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's cliche because it's been misused so many times that happiness comes from within. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, Mike. Like, no, guys, he can tell you because uh, Jim 
obviously has a good life, but at some point he's not feeling his best. Mm -hmm. He's not the happiest he could be. Mm -hmm. And we had multiple discussion and, and tell us your experience. Like, what was it? How did it feel like the vibe, the meditation, the yoga, the running, yeah, everything was, like it was crazy, but that's like, it's all new to me, you know, biohacking. I didn't even know like what it was, but, um, man, it's just, you just like start your day so well. It's, it's crazy. Like instead of, of like waking up and just being, oh, I need coffee, coffee. and then <laughs> you go to work and you don't even know where. You just take time for yourself. I think that's you know, what it is, biohacking. Yeah. Uh, right? It's to just... <clears throat> well, biohacking yeah. is more like the tools that we use for food supplement and everything that will yeah. improve your longevity and your health and your nootropic and everything. And then spirituality and, and happiness would be reconnecting with yourself. with yourself. Exactly. So one key thing I always say, in the morning, you want to spend time with yourself. So you present yourself to the world on your best behavior and your best vibration. So that's what Jim did today. And, and the last few days, he wakes up, uh, red light therapy it could be just laying in the sun. It could be, it's just that we forget, do a little bit of movement, Tai Chi yoga under the sun. You don't need the red light therapy. If you can afford it, you should buy it. Uh, cold therapy. So you did cold shower right cold after. Bath, exactly, we did. Uh, did you need a coffee right after? You were like, "Fuck, I'm, I'm no, not." No, I, I was awake. I was awake. <laughs> and and then breathing, breathing the exercise too. Mm -hmm. How yeah. was it? How was the breathing? Man, like I, I realized I don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, just to take the time, and it yeah. really helps your brain to feel better and oxygen. to feel calm. Oxygen, exactly, more oxygen, and you feel calmer, and you're just ready to just like you know crush the day. So it's it. So. One of your favorite thing of the whole weekend, guys, put that in your mind, is breathing. How fucking amazing that that's free. You can breathe exactly. every day for free. <laughs> like exactly. cold shower, you don't need a cold plunge. If you want to have a cold plunge like me, you can have a cold plunge. But if you want to just breathe and do cold shower and do breathing exercise, this is, is free. Yeah, just, free. Water is free. Most people where you live, water is free. Or one dollar, whatever, and you turn it because you're already taking a shower. Put it cold, and then reconnecting with your breath. Yeah, you know, from from what I've lived here, I'm gonna start gradually at home and to like just implement one thing a day. You know, like the first day I'm gonna do uh, those breathing, you know, exercise, mm -hmm. and then like the other day breathing plus the cold bath, and then the other day breathing cold bath, and then you know just adding and adding. Yeah. But like, or I can do one week of of just breathing and then, yeah. you know, creating a routine. And then the next week after the breathing and the cold balance, and then just going on and on. And then just to have, am I like optimal routine? Yeah, to develop habits one at a time. And you want to also create movement in the morning, kind of stretch so you can either do yoga, you can do Tai Chi or whatever. So if you don't, if you don't know what Tai Chi is and, and you've never done it, it's, it's basically just flowing. So if you want to flow, go right left up and then what you do is you just flow however you feel like flowing bro your subconscious mind knows how to move don't imagine you're a dragon ball do whatever feels good for you and just breathe and one breathing i made jim do is just belly breathing so we breathe very shallow from the chest people are stressed if you do and your belly expand to the world and then you deflate inflate <sighs> deflate that's how I made even on the vibe bed yesterday I put my hand on his belly and I, I was tapping so he knows to really expand to the world 
So that was amazing. It was great. It was great for real. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's that bed that you have. It's uh, you know. You, it's easier to get into meditation, exactly. but for the bed work, you didn't need the bed. No, exactly. That's another thing. Exactly. So meditation, meditation, I just wanted to give him a taste of what it feels like to meditate. But if you practice, the goal at the beginning is just to try to avoid thinking. There's going to be thoughts that come. You practice just bouncing them like it's a tennis ball. Oh, a thought. Oh, another one. And you'll get better and better and better and better. And then some people fall asleep because when your brain and your prefrontal cortex relax, you start having those slow brain waves. So you feel asleep. Don't let yourself fall asleep. Fight it and keep going. That's the challenge. That's, that's what's going to be the, the money. And um, yeah. so obviously you're going to integrate all that in your life. In your, in your eyes, how much money this fucking worth? Like doing you and doing all that. It's prices. I mean, like, the, the, you know, changing someone's life, <laughs> there's no price, you know what I mean? But it's worth a lot because, uh, <laughs> because imagine me living my life and not being at my full potential. Yeah. So, so let's say that a guy like you makes 500,000 a year and then go through a 12-week coaching program, let's say with me, and I, and, and I teach you all that and you start implementing it. You could double your money easily triple your money, quadruple your money, because now you'll feel abundant. You'll but, feel... But like other than just money, yeah. I may feel better. No, no, I know. Yeah, but on top of on, it... On top of yeah. it, but why you make more money, that's very important, because you'll feel happy, fulfilled, and you'll be able to be focused. So not only busy, but focused and productive and flowing in life. And, and more like... More ideas, more ideas. Yeah, like... You've been journaling the whole time you're here. Yeah. Like he has, he brought his little uh, journal and he has like business ideas flowing and stuff and new things. And then we're discussing it. So first having a mentor or, or someone to guide you. And if you don't want to, if you don't want it to be me, find someone else, find someone you connect with, but it's important and it will change your life. And I know a lot of successful men, they want more wealth and whatever, but the most important thing and the most important feeling for him. And that's, we didn't really talk about business up to the last day, the third day we started mm -hmm. exchanging because I wanted him to be happy and fulfilled. That was the goal. And also what it's going to do for your relationship. Now you're newly in a relationship. Like I'm definitely like more focused about what I want in life and, um, you know, clearer vision and, uh, a bit more stable too, mentally. You feel like you can open more? more. Grounded, yeah, exactly. Less. I felt like I had energy like, inside of me that I was like holding on and I just yeah. released it and it feels better. And so I think you were I'm more, like more open to love. Grounded to like grounded, tapping yeah. into exactly. the feeling, the connection. Exactly. exactly. And uh, that was a, a thing that I played for him yesterday. So obviously, guys, I have a lot of knowledge. So when I when I do something, I know uh, I have some psychic talent and stuff, so I know where to hit. I know where's the, where's the hidden thing inside of him. <laughs> and uh, yesterday I put him three playlists. So I went from activating the psychedelic subconscious, like crown chakra and stuff, to tapping into directly the root chakra, the heavy energy, because when you're being bullied and you're, you're hiding from the world and, and, and your self-confidence has been impacted and all that stuff. It's all the first three chakras, survival up to ego, the, the, the solar plexus, all that is heavy energy, is the down energy. So I started to 
worked up from the root and and then he was feeling amazing because I was pushing the energy up and then and then I put a, another one that hit directly the ego, the shame, the guilt, the fear that is second and third chakra and then he was like, Mike, Mike, says, whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm feeling my feeling. No, like, really <laughs> it was insane when I was like, what the hell is happening, you know? And I really felt energy here and then going up for real, I'm not even joking. And then at the end of the session, I was like, And, just, and, and when it, it was like, good. when it was going up, you felt like you had a blockage up here because your, yeah, your heart chakra is not yeah, open. I stopped and I'm like, Mike, I can't do it anymore. And like, no, you know, keep on, you know, <laughs> keep on doing it. And then after that, it just went up and I'm like, I was like, I really felt released and I mean, I felt so good. Yeah. And today you're like, you woke up, we're having breakfast and you're like, oh, I feel so light. Yeah. Is it normal? Is yeah. it like... I never felt like that. Like, yeah. And this has no price, guys. This is like the real life. This is what people forget. And a lot of the things I teach are free. It's like, yes, you can pay thousands of dollars for machine or whatever if, if you have budget for it. And I can advise you. But most of the knowledge I want to transmit is free. Breathing, yoga. Uh, you can have workout on my app for free. Home workout. There's no more excuses. I designed everything to, to lead the That's path for you recipe. It's like, don't tell me it's about money. It's about choices. You want to watch Netflix. You want to do other things like that. It's all excuses. And one thing that people don't have money, they think is, I will do it when I have money. Did you? No. It's never going to be a great I always say I don't have time. I don't have time. Yeah. I always have and, time. And you worked... Now you work three days a week and you have four days up and yeah. still don't have time. It's not that you don't have time. Anybody that tells me that, I'm like, bullshit. You don't want to take time. And I would have told Jim, hey, Jim, if you take 12 weeks, your business is going to double. Oh, this, he has time for it. Like before. Now, now it's like I've shown him different stuff. But any guys that is aiming for success, you'd be like, I can double my business? Bro, it took me seven years to build 500,000 a year, whatever. I could go to a million? No, no, okay, I'm going to sit for 12 weeks. But the thing is, it's an everyday process in order to then become abundant and have the energy flow and the energy will flow in your business because now we've, we, we go inside of gym, we make him a better human, a more tuned in human. So I often say you'll be tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Like now you'll be connected to the field and, and also like we sat at the lake yesterday, uh, not, not on the lake, but next to the lake at my house, and Jim was just connected to nature, which is free. You can go, um, if you don't have it in your backyard, you can go in the wood, you can go for a hike, you can go whatever, like sit next to a river, drive 20 minutes, do that instead of a Netflix. But we forget all that because we're so focused on, on like Instagram and on like social media and on Netflix and on doing things yeah. that are just you know, time consuming, but without giving any value yeah. to yourself, to your, you know, to your growth, to your self-development. Mm -hmm. So, and just like reading a book, you know, 30 minutes a day, just that <clears throat> just grounds you a bit and you could read. I showed you a little bit how I read book. Oh, 
versus yeah. how normal people and and I, I used to read book just like Jim. It's how you read book now and how you're gonna do. Okay, so like before, I was just my goal was to read the most goals possible, uh, the most books possible. Sorry, so I was just reading, reading, and then just going like. But like at the end of the day, that like you tell me what did you read? I'm like, well, there was this and that, but really I wasn't applying it to my real life and I wasn't really like noticing the little hmm. things in the book. So like until like you showed me that book that we saw, like all the little, you know, things. And, and, and what, when I showed you, like I was showing him the alchemist guys, really, really amazing book. And it's Jim is like, ah, it's a small book. I read it in a day. Me too. It's 110 page. And I had six page of notes on it. And he, he was like, this was in the book? Like, like this? I'm like, yeah, all those lessons. He's like, are you sure you didn't make that up? Like, you, it's not you. I'm like, no, no, this is in the book. This is when you're connected to your reading. And I used to read book. And I'll say from my experience, maybe it's not for Jim, but I used to read book for money. I wanted to get money, 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 money. So I was reading book fast because I'm like, I'll find the secret. One day I'll find the secret. And I'm like, Jim, Reread Think and Grow Rich because you didn't really read it. And when he's going to read it, he's going to be like, what the fuck? I miss it. Like, even me, when I read it again this year, I was like, oh, okay, wait, wait. This was in the book? I'm like, I didn't get nothing the first time. Like, I was like, when I finished, like, The Alchemist, I'm like, how the fuck do I transform lead into gold? Like, what, what, what the fuck is that book? And, and then now I showed him all the lessons. There was like 42 life lessons in The Alchemist. In a hundred ten page, that's enormous. Meaning, there's and some of them were repeated multiple times in the book. So, you know, um, if I can compare it to, to to going to the gym, yeah. So I can go to the gym and just do anything and just go fast and then just do anything, right? Yeah. And there's going fast. That's reading fast. Yeah. Right. The results results are going to be there, but not <coughs> optimal. But if I go to the gym and I take my time and I really do like, mm -hmm. and I breathe and I, I really focus, you know, I think you have more results like in the end. Yeah. So, see, so it's just about, because I had a goal, intentionally, I have a goal to read one book a week. So I'm like, I have to read, I have to read. So I was just reading it to, to um, finish my goal. But then I'm like, but the, the, it's not the, point of reading the book it's not to like finish it and then not you know yeah. so i'm like now i'm gonna really take my time and really analyze and sometimes it's okay you want you can read the book the first time yeah really fast in, in, in one week and then start reading rereading one chapter at the time and really investing yourself in the chapter because one thing that i was like all those authors and even me in the book that i'm writing right now is going to be all subliminal message all a hidden lesson because one key lesson that they were sharing in the alchemist too is when you have great treasure and you try to share it with other they don't see it and they don't believe you so the thing is even if i tell jim bro it's so easy you're gonna breathe you're gonna feel happy ah yeah mike <laughs> i feel nothing so it's like yeah i have to take him through a journey and it's we didn't do breathing the first thing it's not how I start. And the reason why I know how to do it is because I've done it for myself. I perfectioned the technique. And I also have a lot of friends that I compare before I created the road to abundance. I was like, all those successful people, how do they, like, where did they start? What was the turning point? 
and what made them being abundant and happy. And I created that thing. So at first, that's what I told Jim. I'm like, experience this. Tell me how you feel. And then we go one thing at a time. And then when he was really doing it intentionally, it was like, wow, let's mm-hmm. fuck. I never felt it like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. like I felt the same way when I, I ended a real yoga class. You know, you know like you feel like all relief, but without doing a hot yoga class. Yeah. Just by breathing, I had the same feeling. So like, you don't have to go to like a class yeah. and do one hour. You can just do it like 10 minutes, five minutes or. Yeah, and you can do it too. Like yoga is a very good example of like how you should feel when you do meditation and breath work and all that stuff. Very relaxed, very grounded with yourself. And when you exit a hot yoga class, I never heard anybody, oh, I have to go buy a Louis Vuitton shoes. Never heard that one. Like you just feel so good. You just want to go home and relax and be like, you, you're just in a high vibration state that you're like, wow, this is, I want to feel like that all the time. Like, and you can, the only difference, sorry, is if you prioritize yourself. So Jimmy, um, so Jim, just the, the gym list before the to-do list. So, and then I, I released, um, you don't need to buy it, but I released a habit tracker and a gratitude journal because another thing is being grateful. Having that gratefulness for what you do in life and the habit tracker is to make sure that when you're trying to stick to new habit, like Jim, I'm going to give him one that you follow through cold bath breathing. And then you, you check them every day because he's maybe not going to remember. And you can do it on, on a board, on a Trello app, on a piece of paper, whatever you want. I released that, that habit tracker with some insight and some, some very powerful knowledge. And if you don't invest $20, do it on a piece of paper, but do it. That's the important thing. And yeah, you have any, anything else to add on, on this? For real, it's just, uh, you know, knowing um, what's better out there because like some people, they just think that their life is like optimal and they're doing the, the best, but, but they just don't know that there is better. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like, thank you for that, Mike. For Pleasure, that. man. Uh, and now we can share a few business tips and stuff like that. Like, you're a very successful guy in business. What would be tips? Like, this, this you know about it. Like, business, yeah. you know. Like, now I know about improving human being. Mm-hmm. If you want to share some tip on business. I mean, you know, business is a... You can do all kinds of business, you know what I mean? So it's, it's just about liking what you're doing. That's, I think, with the first... But like, let's say... Yeah. You, you've dealt with a lot of employee. Barbara has oh, a lot yeah. of turnover. So yeah. what would be like key thing for retention? How to treat your employee? What did you learn that made a difference between the gym seven years ago and the gym right now? Like, how do you interact differently with employee you were doing before and now? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I would say uh, to be more human. You know, because sometimes you... You take it too much as a business and uh, you don't really understand what people really want. And so that makes that sometimes someone leaves or because you didn't really understand what like he wanted. So you know, being more aware of, of your surrounding and uh, really taking that, that aspect with a big picture. Sometimes you, I like tell me, Paul. two like in the business. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just zoom out, zoom out, and then be like, okay, so like, how can I like improve my business? How can I make it better? How can 
I make my staff happier. So it's constant challenge when it's uh, like dealing with, with employees. It's because like they're humans, it's not machines. So there's always something <coughs> like happening. a new challenge, a new challenge that you have to face and just have to you know keep calm and uh, you know day by day when it's uh, and and obviously when you started you didn't know nothing about business you were an accountant yeah, exactly, you just yeah. figured it out there was no perfect timing you invested in yourself yeah exactly like i learned a lot i made a lot of mistakes <laughs> but, but that's what makes you now a better entrepreneur yeah, and if you exactly, would start that again grow, yeah that makes you grow yeah. you would crush it like I know, I know now that. now i'm ready now so <laughs> that's one thing guys <laughs> Very important, listen to that one. When you started, you had doubts, fear, and whatever. You had what I call the dark wall. It was right there, but you pushed through it. You went mm -hmm. out of your comfort zone and you did it. Now, if I ask Jim, would you, could you start a barbershop in Miami? Your answer would be? Of course. Would you crush it? I would crush it. So that's the fate. That is the knowing. And when you start something new, it's like when you play sport. Maybe you were not good the first time you played. But when you become good at soccer and I'm like, and you're good at multiple sport and I'm like, can you play basketball? Oh, I'll be good for sure. Like, there's no doubt. Even if I miss a few times the first time, I'll get better and better because I have no fear, no doubt. I know I'll be good. So business and other stuff is the same. It's the action and the knowledge and the experience that will make you good. Right. No amount of reading will save you from that. You need to get in the field. There's no perfect timing. And you just need to do it. And then the reason why Jim, it's not the first million. It's who you become when you make the first million. That's why even if he lost everything today, he could make a new business and crush it in one year instead of eight. Because he knows what he's doing and he has 100% faith. He's like, there's no way that I start this and it doesn't take off. And a lot of people in life, they're going to start something one feet out, one feet in, same thing with relationship. I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. It's like either you're fully committed and you go with faith and you know that life will give you what you're ready for and you'll improve or you don't do it. That, yeah. That's what I would say goes for relationship, goes for everything. Mm -hmm. Going and, all in, going all in. Yeah. And I, and I told Jim yesterday, like, cause I was like him with, with relationship too. I was like, sometimes you, you have fear. Oh, am I going to, bro, you lose nothing. Go all in. And worst case, if it doesn't work and whatever, and you, you did all in, there was no like, I should have been, no, you went all in and in six months it doesn't work, then you move on. You, do, you, you learn from it. Yeah, exactly. And you know what you don't want in the next relationship. Maybe the girl wasn't exactly what you were looking for, but it's important to go all in. A lot of people are like, I'm not sure I want to be with that girl, so I'm going to be like, I'll be still fucking girl or I'm still talking to girls. And it goes for girls too. I'll, I'll be fucking guys. I'll be, like, it's not unisex. Both party does it now and it's a problem. It's like, you're in or out. No, you have to be in. And then if it doesn't work, you'll go back to doing what you're doing. It's like if I'm working at the bank, making 20 bucks an hour. And then I take a leap of faith in the business. What's the worst case scenario? I'll go back to single. I'll go back to 20 bucks an hour at the bank and that's it. And then I try again because the worst case is you'll go back where you were, but with more experience, more knowledge, more wisdom, more everything. And next time, whether it's for business, relationship, you won't make the same mistake because you learn. And if you do, then it's insanity and you need to fix that. <laughs> But that's a whole other topic. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Is there any business tip, any tip for life, any, any things that um, like connect more with your feeling, like whatever, like bro, yeah. is there anything else you want to add? Well, um, something that really, really helped me is 
I had a little like, vision board of, of my dream life and I wanted to have my shop. I wanted, and I put pictures like on the wall and I, you know, I was just like, and it does work. Like say, well, yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. Pictures Visualizing. On the wall. Yeah. It, you know, for me, it really worked because like I kept focusing on that and I'm like, I have to make it work. I have to make it work. So, so you'll find a, like a way to reach that goal. And well, that's one thing that I really, really like, like, but um, another trick uh, like in business or in life is uh, not to learn from your mistakes because like you said, if you do the same mistakes twice, uh, three times, four times, yeah, you know, like you don't learn. So, so growing and like, don't be scared to like make mistakes because that's how you learn. That's the only way you learn. And just, uh, you know, so there. Yeah, man, that, that's amazing. Yeah, and, and visualizing guys, it could be picture, could be video to immerse you. It could be, um, in my in, in my road to abundance i'll teach you how to involve the most senses in order to make it really good you can go test drive the car and if it's a ferrari then just go at the dealership and look at them and have picture and have video and, and hear the sound whatever makes you feel good if it's a if it's a business if it's a barbershop go visit barbershop good one and be like wow that's inspiring mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. pictures of the one that you like writing down writing is really important that's why i do journal because your word and your writing is so powerful. You don't even know it. And, and to asking mentors. Yeah. Because, you know, someone that wants to like open like a barbershop and he goes on his own. He's going to do the same mistakes I did. Like it took me 10 years to, yeah. to understand, you know, the game, how it works. So, so if he comes to see me, I say, Jim, you know, like I've been. Not only 10 years, how much in money you think? A lot, bro. A lot. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Nights, so, so, I mean, having a mentor like, is a glitch. But you have to find it, and he needs to want to help you out too. But I mean, people like. But if you like, pay, if you find yeah, a mentor, if you pay, if you pay like, yeah, exactly. That, well, that's what I do for exactly, every business. That's it. Exactly. I invest in myself. I just invested in another hundred thousand dollars for one year coaching, plus another twenty thousand dollars just crazy. to go five day for my brain and, and and all that stuff. It's like I constantly get mentors and people that did what I want to do. Yeah. Me, when I want to do something, I find the best or I find someone that I think it's the best. And I'm like, you're going to teach me. I want you. And some people, they were never, ever gave a private class before. And I'm like, I want a private class. Like, and they're like, okay, I'll do it for you. And I pay them good. I don't care. Like, it's, it's part of exchanging energy. Mm -hmm. And like Jim said, it's like, let's say starting a shop is 150,000. What's putting 25,000 more to get a guy like him? That will mentor you for one year. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually teaching barbering too. Yeah. So like in January. So like these students that are going to be with me private, semi-private, they will get 10 years of my knowledge in barbering. One shot. I did more than 20,000 clients. I know exactly the game. I know how it works. Not only that, you did clients. so many certification yeah, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that course, all that. So I mean, you know, that's a glitch for like the amount of what they're paying, I paid like a hundred thousand more than that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So for them, but it's just finding the right mentor for you. To, yeah. To really someone that you, you vibe with, really someone that has what you, your life that you want, the feeling that you want, the money that you want, whatever. I like to don't only pick a mentor based on, oh, he's doing money. Is his life what you want? Like, is he connected? Is he like, I like to follow people that I feel like I would want their life. Like they have a good life. I want to mimic what they did and kind of create my own vision of mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So where they can find you? 
On my webpage, <laughs> well, on my on my Instagram, Jim Lamarby. So they just DM me and uh, another website to link. Awesome. There so and um, so let's make a pack. When you come back, you're gonna get in shape. Yeah. You don't need a six pack. You don't need a, like you're gonna get in shape for what's in shape for you. Yeah. And you're not gonna quit on yourself because mm-hmm. every time that I see you, you're running, you're boxing, you're doing fucking amazing, and yeah, then nice. you stop. Yeah. And you're going to invest 100% in the relationship that you are mm-hmm. without fear of being uh, hurt. And I'll be there if there's anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what you'll do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deal? Thank you, Mike. <laughs> so, guys, it's important to go full in life. You want to live life with full vibration, full energy. Mm-hmm. And I don't even doubt that Jim will be amazingly successful, not only in business, but in all aspects of his life. And I told him, we've been friends for eight years now. Yeah. And it's the first time I never coach people that are not ready. Because Jim, I've, I've been coming to you for every year, even when I was coming back. And I was like, this time, you're ready and open. And that's why I decided to help him. Because whenever you're ready, I'll know it. And that's why I make call with my client. And I'm like, you're ready or not. I don't coach people that are not willing. So I'm sure you will do it and I'll, I'll keep him accountable. So you will check his Instagram and make sure that he's well, on track. If someone uh, lives very far and he wants to get coached by you, others is like, yes, you know, come here or no, so do, you do it online with him? Or? Now I did you a three day, yeah. uh, very like more like fast paced, but even there, it's nothing close to the course. Like the mm-hmm. course 12 week is way more than that. This is just like a sneak peek yeah, of oh, oh. how you can feel. Imagine 12 week of that and it's one lesson at a time. Now I taught you a lot of things, but it's like it will take time to assimilate. There's a seed that I planted that will grow. But imagine 12 week that I plant a seed every yeah. week. It's like, guys, for $5,555 course, it worth over 100000 I. I believe that it changed your life. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. And, and Jim can mm-hmm. testify. Mm-hmm. I just took him on a three-day of a little taste of what a course road to abundance is. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, um, go on roadtoabundance.com. You can apply. I, like I said, there's going to be an application process. I just don't take people to waste my time. I want people that are willing to be happy and the best version of themselves. So, guys, thank you for listening. Um, I hope that you like the experience that Jim, that you liked his word, that you can learn from his experience. And I will see you on another podcast. Wish you a blessed day.